This is the 5AM Miracle, episode number 437. 10 Simple Strategies to Incorporate Healthy Habits into Your Busy Day. Good morning and welcome to the 5AM Miracle. I am Jeff Sanders and this is the podcast dedicated to dominating your day before breakfast. My goal is to help you bounce out of bed with enthusiasm, create powerful, lifelong habits, and tackle your grandest goals with extraordinary energy. In the episode this week, I'll break down the false belief that being busy prevents being healthy, how you can easily add a few effective healthy habits into your day, and the best way to fight stress that does not involve meditation, deep breathing, or punching bags. Yeah, for real. Let's get to it. You know, it's long past time to forget the false belief that being busy prevents being healthy. Now, I've been a victim of this false belief for years, and yet it's one of the things I care the most about, which is being healthy. I care about it so much that I want it to be the core of what I do. I preach a health-first perspective for a reason. And so to believe for myself or to have you believe for yourself that being busy is a large obstacle to your health goals and that it's impossible for you to become the healthy person you want to be simply due to your schedule, it's just a tragedy. So yes, you can be busy and healthy at the same time. In fact, I would argue that the busier you are, the more likely it is that you already have the skills to incorporate new habits into your life. Now, if you need some new ideas on how to approach this, I've got 10 of them for you today. So let's get to that. 10 simple strategies to incorporate healthy habits into your busy day. Number one, you guessed it, it's the 5 a.m. miracle. However, we're going to change this just a little bit with a focus on not just waking up early and doing something miraculous or doing something you care about, but specifically through the lens of waking up early and working out. This morning, I just went for a short hike slash trail run at six o'clock in the morning. It was wonderful. I woke up early and I worked out right away and it has already changed the trajectory of my entire day. So for you, if you can wake up early and move your body first thing, which could mean a walk around the block, it could mean yoga in your living room, it could mean a run or a hike or something active to get you moving first thing in the day. When you wake up early, move your body and hydrate, it is a game changer. It absolutely is. It's why this podcast has existed for so long and why it will for so long, because this just works. So if you're busy, and you probably are, then you may be asking the question, well, Jeff, I can't just get out of bed earlier and work out. That's going to make me have to go to bed earlier. It's going to make me have to change my entire schedule to incorporate this new workout. Yes, it will. That's how this works. The whole point of a healthy focus for your life is that it's a focus, which means it gets your attention. It gets your priority. It gets scheduled on your calendar. It means other things revolve around the healthy habits. That's the core principle of all of this. So regardless of which of these healthy habits you decide to incorporate into your life today or this week or next month, just know this. It has to be a priority or it will not happen. Your busyness will always be an obstacle until it's not. And a change has to take place for that to no longer be true. 
for health to be important to you, something has to shift. So shift it. Be the change. Do something different. It works. And it feels really good when you do it well and do it consistently. Incorporate an early morning workout. It will change your life. Number two, pack a produce bag. This is a habit that I had for years at my last day job. And so this is how it looks. You're already going to have lunch anyway. You probably are already going to have snacks throughout your workday anyway. So go ahead and just plan to eat a lot of produce instead of whatever it is you're going to do anyway. You just simply grab a bag and you throw a lot of produce into it and you go to work and you eat the produce. That means fruits and vegetables. Healthy food that you deem to be on your priority list in your diet that works for you. You put it into a bag, you take it to work, and that's all you eat all day long. And then repeat each and every workday. Now, the one thing that will be the biggest challenge to this is not bringing the bag to work. It's not actually eating the food when you're there. The biggest challenge is buying the food at the grocery store, making it available so that you have the opportunity to even put that food in the bag. The core habit here that has to change is buying healthier food. That's where it all starts. If you have the healthy food in your kitchen, you can then put that healthy food into your bag. You can take that bag to work. You can eat the food and get the results. If you already have a busy schedule, there's a pretty good chance you still prioritize buying food. And so if you're going to buy food anyway, you may as well buy healthier food and then take that healthy food with you wherever you go. And then when you're hungry and that's all you have available, very big point here, that's all you have available, then that's what you're going to eat. So this will require some discipline, a little change of habits, but simply having healthy food right next to you as you work all day long, that's a game changer. It will change your diet. It will change the way you eat. It'll change what you eat, of course, but it will be a phenomenal healthy habit that you can incorporate into your busy day just about every single day. Healthy habit number three is a one minute per hour workout. That's right. You're going to work out for one minute, but do so every hour throughout the day. So let's imagine that you don't have time for the gym. You don't have time for that 5 a.m. wake-up call to go to a park and run. You don't have time to exercise. Okay, I hear you. I've been there myself. I know how that feels. But what if for one minute every hour you moved your body? You did 60 seconds of push-ups or sit-ups, or squats, or jumping jacks, or anything else that moves your body, gets your heart rate up, gets you feeling excited and energized, and then it's done. In one minute, the whole thing's over, back to work. The next hour shows up, you do it again, every hour throughout the day. This is really bizarre for most people, and honestly, it sounds strange to do, especially if you're in your work clothes at the office. So find a place you can go and do this for one minute, every hour. It might be in a storage closet or a bathroom or someone else's office with the door closed, but find your one minute, do your workout, and get back to work. This is really effective. No, you're not going to radically change your body doing this, but you will feel better. This will pump you up. This will incorporate more healthy habits. It works. A habit number four is to de-stress with a quick round of intense breathing. 
Now, for the last couple of months, I have been getting back into the habit of using Wim Hof breathing techniques. Uh, Wim Hof, if you don't know him, is a phenomenal man who's known as the Iceman. He has this incredible, effective strategy and set of habits regarding cold exposure, cold showers, as well as a very specific methodology for breathing. And it is very effective, especially if your goal is to de-stress and really bring yourself back into a place where you have more energy, more oxygen, more centered. And it's a pretty active form of possibly I would call meditation. But really what it is is a very active breathing technique. And if you're the kind of person like me who traditional meditation just doesn't really appeal to you, a more active form may do so. And Wim Hof's breathing is powerful, and you can do it just about anywhere, except while driving or doing something that's more important like that. You need to be sitting down or laying down for this. And you can do a shortened version of his traditional methodology, which takes about 20 minutes. In this case, let's just do five minutes. So you would sit or lie down and then do 30 deep inhales at a very rigorous pace. You then hold your breath after your last exhale for as long as you can. And then hold your breath one more time after your next inhale. And you're done. That's the whole thing. Now, if you have time to do more, you can. But the idea here is to de-stress by centering yourself and focusing on intense breathing, filling your body with oxygen, and then letting yourself just chill out with some breath holds at the end. It's really powerful. I try this for yourself. Definitely research Wim Hof, buy his book, buy his course. It's phenomenal stuff. But for a shortened, quick version, try a five-minute breathing technique once a day, or especially in those moments when you feel stressed. In that case, maybe more than once a day. Now, at the top of the episode, I alluded to the idea that I had a better method to fight stress that does not involve meditation or deep breathing or punching bags. And so let me address that specific point right now. I have thought a lot about stress and panic attacks and intensity around what it means to have a lot of anxiety, primarily because I have experienced all of that in the past, and some of that even recently. And what I've realized is that there is one specific way to fight stress that blows away deep breathing, meditation, going to the gym, and that number one strategy is to eliminate the stressor which sounds too easy. You know, at the sound of that, it's just like, well, wait a minute. What? Just just get rid of the stressor? Yes, because here's the thing. Meditation, deep breathing, punching bags, going to the gym, and vigorous workouts, all of those things are strategies to fight against a stressor. But the assumption there is the stressor exists. But the kinds of people who are not stressed out, they don't have the stressor. Yes, they may have good techniques to fight stress when it shows up, and that's effective, and there's a good place for that in life, and we all should have those. But the best way to lower your stress is to not have the stressor present, which is way more difficult than that sounds, right? It's easier said than done. Yes, I totally get that. But that's kind of my point. If the focus shifts from trying to manage a disease to simply curing the disease itself, Right, Not that stress is, is a disease, but on that same metaphorical line of thinking. If we take it from that perspective, we're not trying to find a quick fix or a five-minute technique or a band-aid for the problem. We're trying to find a solution to the problem itself. 
Which also brings me back to the point that this entire episode is about you having a busy day and trying to incorporate healthy habits into the busy day, which is great and we all need these things. But what if your day wasn't busy? What if the actual core issue wasn't there? Well, then all of a sudden you don't need all these strategies. You don't need all these band-aids to solve these problems. You solve the problem at the core. You directly tackle the thing that's bothering you the most and you get rid of it. The busyness goes away. The stress disappears. Well, now imagine what your life looks like. Now all of a sudden these healthy habits are not difficult to incorporate. They're just part of who you are and what you do. That's the ideal. That's what we're trying to achieve. Yes, that's possibly more of a longer term problem to solve. But that's the problem we're trying to solve. And to identify that, to recognize that, and to pursue that will get you to where you want to be faster than any kind of Band-Aid healthy habit ever will. So keep that in mind as we go through the rest of these habits. I don't want you to think that the answer to de-stressing or the answer to busyness or the answer to health are quick fixes. Because that's not it. What if in 2024, you got a little bit better every day? When you're learning a new language with my sponsor, Babbel, that's exactly what you're doing. And if Babbel can help you start speaking a new language in just three weeks, imagine what you could do in a full year. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Finally achieve your new language goal in 2024 with Babbel the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Babbel's convenient courses have helped me to learn real-life conversation skills in German, including ordering food and asking for directions without having to rely on language apps while traveling. Babbel has over 16 million subscriptions sold. Plus, all of Babbel's 14 award-winning language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. Now, here's a special limited-time deal for my listeners. Right now, get 55% off your Babbel subscription, but only for my listeners at babbel.com slash 5am. Get 55% off at babbel.com slash 5am, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash 5am. Rules and restrictions may apply. Fast forward to the end of 2024 and think about your goals. What can you do right now to give yourself the best chance of succeeding? If you want to learn a new language, you absolutely should check out my sponsor, Babbel. Finally achieve your new language goal in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Babbel has over 16 million subscriptions sold, and studies from Yale, Michigan State University, and others continue to prove Babbel is better. One study found that using Babbel for 15 hours is equivalent to a full semester at college. Babbel's convenient courses have helped me to learn real-life conversation skills in German, including ordering food and asking for directions, without having to rely on language apps while traveling. Now, here's a special limited-time deal for my listeners. Right now, get 55% off your Babbel subscription, but only for my listeners at babbel.com slash 5am. Get 55% off at babbel.com slash 5am, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash 5am. Rules and restrictions may apply. 
Okay, so back to our habits. Number five, now that we've assumed you've had this crazy busy day and you've been at work all day, go to the gym after work. I'm going to use this as a really good example for the change that I made a few years ago, which is also a strategy I discuss in my book, The 5 a.m. Miracle, which are anchor habits and complementary habits. An anchor habit is a habit you're already doing. It's something that's already in your day. There's no question about it. You're going to go to work every day regardless. It's already built in. You're not going to question that. But the complementary habit is one you tack on to the anchor. So if the anchor habit, for example, is going to work, the complementary habit could be going to the gym when work is done. You use the anchor as the core and you tack on things that are logical and flow from it. So for me, I pick up my daughter from daycare and then both of us go to the gym together afterwards. And that's how our days end. And it's a really effective strategy because I'm going to go pick her up anyway. I may as well go to the gym with her afterwards and that works really well. So if you're looking for a way to say, well, I don't have time for the gym. I don't have time for this healthy habit. You actually might, especially when you tack it on to a lifestyle choice that's already baked in. Like make this easy, not hard. The goal of all of this is to tack on things that make sense, that are logical, that flow into your calendar. So the most difficult part of all of this is going to be the calendar. When does it fit in? Where does it fit in? How does it fit in? Ask these questions. Really dig in and ask, how could this be possible? Not just assume it's already done for and you can't do it. Instead, how can you? That will change the entire conversation. Healthy habit number six. Remember back when I told you to use a produce bag at work? Well, the question was, how do you buy these healthy foods? Where do you buy your groceries? Well, let's imagine you have the anchor habit of going to the gym. And then after the gym, you go and you buy some groceries. This is also a habit my daughter and I've gotten into where I pick her up from daycare. I take her to the gym and then we go and buy groceries after the gym. And then we go home and make dinner. So that flow of my day with Maisie involved, my daughter, all of a sudden incorporates healthy habits that are baked into the natural flow of what we're already doing. That's the whole point. We make this simple. We flow from one natural thing to the next, one healthy habit to the next. And if this becomes the way that you think about your day and the way that you flow through it, you will find opportunities, like my example here, of where you can do a similar thing with your natural daily flow. Once again, we're looking for the easy solution here, not the hard one. So strike while the iron is healthy. That's kind of a funny pun there. Get your groceries after the gym is just one other idea that you can implement to guarantee the healthy food is part of your day, specifically the part where you buy it so you have access to it. Healthy habit number seven, now we're in the evening hours, and this is a really important part of the day. This is a time of the day that is wasted more than any other. Our evenings can be an opportunity as opposed to a wasted set of hours that end up becoming something that's just inconsequential. We would rather get some value from that time. And so if your evenings are not optimized right now, well, then try to incorporate a healthy habit like doing yoga before bed. You know, while you watch TV in the evenings already, stretch, right? Do some push-ups, do something to get your body actively engaged instead of just lie on the couch, actually do something that is more beneficial for you. Once again, you're already there anyway. The evening's already taking place anyway. 
Go ahead and optimize those hours in a way they're not being optimized right now and use your downtime to calmly rejuvenate to prepare for the next day. And speaking of being calm, habit number eight is a cold shower. (laughs) It's kind of a joke, but cold showers actually are calming. This sounds radically bizarre, but this fits right back into the Wim Hof strategy of cold exposure by using cold showers on a daily basis to bring yourself back to life. And once again, there's an anchor habit here. You're already going to shower anyway, and there's a pretty good chance it's a hot shower. Well, what if you could tack on a cold shower at the end of your hot shower? That's what I do every single day, and it's awesome. It's really hard to explain how amazing a cold shower is until you've experienced it, not just a couple of times, but repeatedly, day after day, week after week. It's a game changer. You will feel significantly better whether you shower in the morning or at night or in the middle of the day. It doesn't matter. The cold shower at the end of the hot shower is awesome. Now, there is an obvious obstacle with a cold shower, which is that in some climates, in some parts of the world, you actually can't get one at all or in other places you can't get them year round. So living in Nashville in the U.S., we have really hot summers, which means a cold shower from the tap water isn't going to be possible. The, the coldest the shower gets in the summer is lukewarm, which means I can't have a cold shower in the summer, but I can all winter long and a large part of the fall and the spring. So depending on where you live in the world and how cold your tap water is, this is either going to be easier or more, more challenging for you. But if it is possible for you to get a cold shower or possibly even the more extreme ice bath, make that a priority. Now, you may be wondering if a cold shower is even worth doing, and the answer is yes. There are many health benefits to a cold shower, including waking you up, increasing circulation, reducing muscle soreness after a workout, potentially boosting weight loss, get better hair and skin. Uh, The list continues. There are lots of these things. Look this up. Cold showers and cold exposure are very good for you, and if you can incorporate that, once again, after your hot shower is done, You can get these same benefits each and every day. Healthy habit number nine is to add an air purifier to the locations of your life where you spend the most amount of time. So I have a little air purifier next to me right now here in my studio. I have another air purifier right next to me in my bedroom. So every single night when I sleep and for most of the day during my workday, I have purified air right next to me. Clean air can improve your allergy symptoms, it can reduce infections, improve your sleep. It's really powerful to have clean air wherever you spend the most amount of time. So if you can get a small air purifier on your desk at work or next to you while you sleep at night, this can change the way that you breathe. Now, I'm the kind of guy that has struggled with allergies my entire life. Year-round, I struggle to breathe. So if I can have clean air, it changes my life. So if you can have clean air, it will change yours as well. Now, I have a link in the show notes for the exact model that I use. It's a great little HEPA filter air purifier that works beautifully. Uh, You can pick up one like it or a smaller one for your desk, possibly. uh, But get an air purifier and really experience those benefits. And finally, healthy habit number 10. This is a weird one. It's to tape your mouth while you sleep. Yes, you heard that correctly. Tape your mouth shut while you sleep. Now, you might be thinking, well, Jeff, you just told me you suffer from allergies and you can't breathe. Why are you taping your mouth shut? Great question. 
The answer actually comes through the book Breath by James Nestor. Read that book, Breath by James Nestor. It is a very good book that will blow your mind when it comes to the value of breathing well. And when you incorporate something like a little surgical tape attached to your lips at night to force you to breathe through your nose while you sleep, it's a game changer. Especially if you're like me and you have problems with allergies or breathing in general and you want to open up your sinuses, open up your your breathing and, and really experience life in a whole new way to have more energy, to be healthier, uh, to prevent infections. The list goes on. Look into this. Research this before you take this this next leap. Um, this is potentially dangerous. Yes, so watch yourself here. Um, taping your mouth has an obvious health hazard here of not breathing. Uh, so do the research. Read the book, Breath by James Nestor. And honestly, like I've done this for over a year. So personal experience, I've taped my mouth shut every night while I sleep for over a year. I'm still here. I'm still alive. And I breathe better than I ever have. All right, so we just covered a bunch of potential healthy habits, uh, some of which you may already do, others that may sound new and bizarre to you. Whatever the case is, pick one of these healthy habits and make it part of your day. Choose one of them now and just dig into it. It's incredibly powerful how when you begin to orient your life around health, you see more opportunities to be healthier in more places. And so start with one. And then over time, there'll be two, and then three, and then six, and then 10, and then 50. Your life can be healthier in a lot of ways. These are just a few places to begin, a few ideas to get started. But once again, the goal here is not a Band-Aid. The goal here is not a hack. It's not a little quick fix. The goal here is to radically change your life over time by making health your top priority. So you can achieve your goal. So you can get out of bed at 5 a.m. and be excited about it. All of that is possible. But health has to be number one. Make that switch today. You will love that you did for the rest of your life. And for the action step this week, let's dial it back and I'll repeat what I just said. Choose one healthy habit and do it today. You know, the best healthy habits are the ones you actually do and you do repeatedly. So don't make this difficult, just make it easy. Choose a healthy habit that inspires you and make it your top priority today. JeffSanders.com slash 437 is the place to go for the episode notes. And of course, subscribe to this podcast at JeffSanders.com slash subscribe or use the app you're using right now. That's all I've got for you here on the 5 a.m. Miracle Podcast this week. Until next time, you have the power to change your life and the fun begins bright and early. Hey, it's Jeff Sanders, and I'm here to tell you about Greg McEwen and his amazing show, The Greg McEwen Podcast, part of the Yap Media Network. Want to achieve more by doing less, all while avoiding burnout? You can design a life that really matters with Greg McEwen, author of New York Times bestsellers, Effortless and Essentialism. His mission is to help you advocate and negotiate your way to remarkable results. Every Tuesday, Greg discusses one key topic he finds interesting and valuable through the lens of the essentialist. Every Thursday, he invites thought leaders, entrepreneurs, celebrities, and people like you for inspired weekly conversations focused on learning how to do what matters first and do less but better. His content will stir your thoughts and spark inspiration and action. And his British accents, well, that's just the cherry on top. 
Subscribe to the Greg McEwen podcast today on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast platform.